0: I am dying to know about fleabag. Ah.
1: Oh, it's so good. Okay, what right. is it? Because everyone's talking about it. I know nothing I know. about so it. it. It's in its second series. And like, I don't you know you get that thing where um, something's been around and you just completely missed it. I get yeah. this all the time and I think, hang on, I've always got my eyes open. Why do I miss this stuff? So it's a British um, comedy series and it's currently in its second season but I've just started watching the first season and um, so it's created by and written by and stars a woman called Phoebe Mm Waller-Bridge who I have never heard of before, though perhaps I'm supposed to have. And um, she looks a bit like Kristen Scott Thomas, who weirdly enough turns up in the series at some point, which will be confusing because they're quite similar. So she's a kind of like um, posh type um, 30-something woman who is highly, highly eccentric. And she runs a cafe, um, which she used to run with her best friend, who has just died. So she's in all sorts of trouble and miserable but also sort of um, ploughing on. She's got a highly neurotic sister. She's got a weird dad, uh, weird mum, and they are um, – it's it's her adventures. Now, it's incredibly sort of um, brutal and explicit, Mm. sort of a bit like girls is, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, And so she'll be like – having sex with someone and then she'll be addressing the camera. Like there's a lot of stuff straight to camera, but it is just shockingly, shockingly funny. okay. It's just um, I've never seen anything quite like it. And um, Jeremy said the other night, we should watch this. It's supposed to be great. Did Jeremy like it? Absolutely loved it. Oh, okay, yeah. great. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I've watched um, a couple of episodes now, and I'm just absolutely loving it. It's kind of um, the the main device is that she addresses the camera, um, right. and she's she's kind of shocking in some ways, but incredibly likable in others. Like right. she's quite a complicated um, person, right? Yeah.
0: Um- Okay, that sounds
1: great. I've, I've downloaded it to uh, watch this weekend because oh, I've God, got the I, whole weekend myself, I just myself. So like, do me a favour, I know you're going away, so just text me when you've watched the first episode and let me know what you think. And does the
0: first episode, um, is it one of those ones where you need to watch a few and let it settle in or does it talk you straight it's from It's funny.
1: First? It's it's fabulous straight away. Well, okay. Because right. you kind of, you, you, you kind of um, are caught straight away by her the intensity of her um energy to camera right and it's something you just don't really see because otherwise it's like a uh it's like a drama or a comedy sort of drama and um but you find yourself waiting for her to address you you know yeah (laughs) because she'll be doing something and interacting with another character and then she'll just come back to the camera and just give it both barrels. I, look, I, so, love, so, that,
0: I love that device. Um, just as a quick aside, my five-year-old said to me the other day, "Mom, there's a thing called the
1: fourth wall. <laughs>
0: why don't you ever break it and talk to us? We talk to you. <laughs> it was so wow. Cute. It was you so should cute.
1: start just addressing your children directly on TV. Children, yeah. if you're seeing this,
0: you're up too late. Yeah. Go to bed. Um, why do you think this is a complete curveball but the first thing um thing that I can ever recall watching that used that device of talking to the camera, even though you know it's been used in films before mm. the is, is in um Alfie, for example, but the first time I can remember it was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Yeah. Why do you think Ferris Bueller's Day Off was such a defining film of I don't the know. 80s? Like I, anyone I of never our really age understand. Group, I don't yeah. know. It's one of those films that just if if I said to literally anybody of our age, Bueller. Bueller. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So weird. Well, we, it was you that I was talking to recently, actually, quite recently, about like hearing that guy interviewed, like the actor who plays the teacher, the teacher. yeah, Ben Stein. He says yeah. That, yeah, how do people you know still, the name of that guy? You I don't know. know. It's a just freak. that in the useless you are a freak you know. of
0: nature, um, yeah. That people to this day on a daily basis, yeah, say Bueller, Bueller. It was cause when we were talking about John McEnroe and people going to him constantly. The ball was. <laughs> Oh, what was bastard. the what was the line that he said eleven or twelve times a day get said to him?
1: You, can't, you, can be, you cannot can't be, be serious. <laughs> oh, that poor bastard. I know. Well oh. like, even just seriously, just this morning, um, my five year old um sorry, God she's six. <laughs> she's six.
0: Do you know like I, constantly I was think about she, to say why? I can't You let not do a fire
1: because like we were looking like, through a window of a cake shop the other day. <laughs> this is like the worst parenting moment. Where, and it's this great cake shop where you can rent um, number tins. Oh, so yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You this place, yeah. And uh, anyway, so I've got to bookmark that for my next, you know, cooking extravaganza for someone's birthday. Anyway, just I pointed at the number six and I said, oh, we'll have to come and borrow that for your next birthday. And she said, mum, I'm already six. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, so you are. <laughs> That's so bad. Oh, and, and, I mean, I, I, I just – I, she's my last kid that will be five ever, and now she's not five anymore. That I kind of am really hanging on to it, and I just feel. Yeah. I mean, she hasn't even lost a tooth, and I'm really. I'm going to lose it when that happens. I'm going to be so sad because she's so adorable. And like, yeah, she's, that's. She's, isn't that
0: funny, you're Rae? Yeah. That's
1: exactly how I've been feeling about my five-year-old. Like it's a beautiful age. Yeah. They're
0: just so cuddly and just adorable. So calm and so. <laughs> sorry, just like, <laughs> no, just my little five-year-old, so affectionate. He's yeah. always cuddling me and telling me
1: I'm beautiful, and just yeah. I'm he's sure, he isn't really... six because like that happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like just Jeremy and I would, were um, traveling once. We were in America, and um, we had um, Audrey was I think like five, and Elliot was two. <laughs> oh my god! And like, so we were ca- carrying all the bullshit with us, at prams oh, yeah. and God, and like you know, American airports everything's got to be scanned yeah. and then you've got to like, oh, it's just a massive pain in the ass. And um, anyway, we were um, we were uh, at some passport desk and the guy was like tired. We'd been on some flight. We'd been sort of arguing about something and everyone was just like, oh, no one is having a good time. And the guy goes, right, and what's the what's the baby's birthday? And we were like, uh,
0: February the <laughs> –
1: Fifth, going Gonna say? No. Fourth? Um, <laughs> this guy's looking at us like, are you for real? <laughs> this is Interpol. These people don't know what their kid's birthday is. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, Deary me.
0: Um,
1: Where were we? Fleabag. Uh, fleabag, and yeah. Then okay. Bueller, and then Bueller. Yeah, Bueller. And then, <laughs> then the um, fourth wall that your son's so concerned about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Um, do you I- do you write down funny shit that that kid says? Do you know?
0: I haven't done that, but what I have done, I've got this tiny little book that they found the other day, and I write their nicknames in it because I'm a complete. Ah. I always give constant nicknames. In fact, you know, if I call somebody by their actual real name, yeah. probably not that me? fond of them.
1: Crab, yeah. Do you know? I noticed not on the Facebook group the other it's day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and crab or something. <laughs> um, I noticed on the Facebook group the other day somebody saying. They disliked our use of each other's surnames, calling each really? other Crab and Sales. They said it was very private school, which I'm thrilled <laughs> wow. by. And I went to a very <laughs> bogan Queensland your schools, First state experience schools. of those <laughs> yeah, state schools. Um, no, I think I take it as a sign of affection, the use of the surname. I, yeah,
1: it's a bit of a journal thing as well, a little bit, Is it? I think.
0: Right. Is it? Well,
1: I don't know. Uh, You're a, I, I don't are know. you not a God? Call, please. I call everyone not-,
0: um, yeah. not by their real name. Yeah. Like if I'm close to them or like them. What do you call your producer? Sea dog, Callum, hot Callum. Sea <laughs> dog, hot Callum. No, Justin, Juz or Juz. Stiz, um, Stiz, Juzzy, Stiz. Yeah, um, okay, Stizzle. Used to that. Stizzle. Stizzle was his nickname a few years ago. Are so, do kids? you
1: work through nicknames? Of, like, have your kids all had like five or ten different nicknames? Oh my as, god, yeah. Uh, I would say Daniel's up to about fifty or sixty. Um, what's he? What's he called at the
0: moment? Um, the D.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, James called the J, and also called James Mookie. Um, mookie. Mookie. Um, yeah, but I've got – so they found this book and it's – especially Daniel when he was a little baby because he would call him things like taco because he'd get wrapped up like a little uh, taco and parco and and then they just – you can see the way that they evolve into different things, Mooka, mookie, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they were reading them all out just howling with laughter. They thought it was so funny seeing all the little nicknames.
1: I remember when Audrey was born um, – so Phil Curry is just a, like a very funny giver of strange nicknames. Like um, he
0: calls <laughs> – <just laughs> Yeah, like, that's, I've got just, a really weird one from him.
1: Just, you know. just as a uh, an example, like Malcolm Farr. Um, they <laughs> he used to call Malcolm Malcolm and then he called him the Falcon and then he called him the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Millennium Falcon. Like So they all um, kind of – by the end of it, you've got some completely unrecognisable <laughs> nickname that makes perfect sense to Phil Curry and nobody else. Um, I love that. Yeah. So like um, Audrey had, with a bit of a assistance, I think, from um, from Phil, um, she was known as the runner for a while because she first of all was Audrey and then she was Ords, then she was the All Ords. Oh, yeah. And then she was the Index. Oh, yeah. And then she was Dexie. <laughs> And then she was the midnight runner. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: And, and then just the runner. runner. <laughs> that that is exactly how I've So Curry, when we uh, we lived in the states at the same time, he was in New York and I was in Washington. He Shocking man. me. Was that when he um, was playing?
1: Like he played that round of golf with Donald Trump, which is like the story that he will never yes, ever stop telling. It was. Mm-hmm. He got um, absolutely whipped <laughs> by Donald Trump. He said it was the worst game of golf he's <laughs> ever played.
0: Um. He christened me LL or Lily the ambitious Kung Fu girl, and then it just became ambitious, and so he'll ring me to just go ambitious. And I, I call him Phil the Hitman Curry, and so I'm like Hitman hit, hit or Hitty. I call him. It's so strange. Just the strangest nickname.
1: Well, he, um, um, I don't know why, but I, I have no recollection for like why this happens. Oh, I know. So he calls me crab and then um then he then he called me kransky and then kransky dog and then k dog <laughs> and now whenever he rings me he just i pick up the phone and he just goes <laughs> which is like a reference
0: to oh. that's so funny yeah Do you know, um see i don't know i don't know if everyone who receives a nickname views it in the same way that the giver does, like if I if I call someone by their surname or a nickname, I that is a mark of my affection for right, that okay. person. Um, my father used to call everyone by nicknames as well, um, and there's a reporter at the ABC called Stephen Long, mm-hmm. um, who we're not like super tight friends or anything, but we have known each other for a long time. Um, he, my mother I think was up at work one day and she referred to me as Lidl and my, my brother, my father used to call me and my brother Lidl and Glendal oh, right. um, and Stephen heard I think mum say it and so now whenever he sees me he goes, hello Lidl and like he's literally the only person on the planet now who would call me Lidl and it always actually just like hits me right in the in a nice way, yeah, right. just hits me right in the solar plexus. We will go Lidl, <laughs> it's just so
1: sweet are you enjoying chat 10 looks 3 is this pointless ad giving you an opportunity to make a cup of tea well you are welcome if you do enjoy our company uh, you can interact on a just a dizzying array of online platforms. You can go to our website, www.chat10looks3.com, where you'll have all the show notes from every show we've ever done. Thanks, Brenda. Uh, There's also um, a little link through to uh, a bookshop called Bedside Table, where you can purchase, if you'd like, any of the books that we've talked about in the podcast. You can also find merch, if Gwen has been up to her terrible tricks and um, putting together diabolically hilarious merch, Can you make this a bit snappier? It's going to take us over the 30 minutes. Oh, my God. Are you for real? (laughs) Anyway, uh, you can catch us on Instagram, on Twitter, or join the Facebook group, which is, well, that's just uh, something um, completely else indeed.
0: (laughs) I went to see um,
1: Rocketman. Did you? I did. (gasps) Right, okay. Um, so many things to ask you about this because I haven't seen it, but I'm mad to. Also, my daughter who recently saw Bohemian Rhapsody um, loved it so much that she now wants to see every biopic about right. every rock star she hasn't quite heard of. And so she's like, I'm going to go see that Rocket Man movie. Mm. Should I take her? I would
0: s- – odds is 12, right? Correct. no. Right, what? I would say not. Okay. Um, explicit cocaine use. Um... Well, she's a massive coke fan, so that
1: shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> <But> she's not. <laughs> she's all over the Colombian marching powder. <laughs> oh, I just God. love um, yeah, that's s- just so slang just ABC drugs. Fat Cat makes
0: drug gags on podcast. Um, no, it's... Pretty explicit sex. Yeah, I think yeah, not for a twelve year old myself. Um sorry, odds. Look, I do you know a film that I wonder if she could see. I haven't seen it for years though, so you better watch first. Do you remember Almost Famous? Oh yeah. Just right. such a brilliant yeah, film. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's and it's hits that's that okay, it's hits not that, that rock sexy, genre. Yeah. Well the boy in it's young, yeah. so you know what I mean. So yeah. it could be okay. That's a wonderful film. Um so it <sighs> – Look, I'm still processing my feelings about it. So let me give the context. Right. Very big Elton fan. I'm at least yep. as big an Elton fan as You've I am a Queen. In yeah, I have interviewed Elton. My brother, I snuck my brother into that
1: interview because he's oh, also God, a massive right. Elton fan. That was an appalling breach of protocol. Because <laughs> didn't you like disguise him as a sounder or something? Yeah. He came in as like, you know, sound assistant.
0: That reminds me of one of my favourite insults in um, – Veeper, which I was re-watching recently, oh. which was somebody goes to one of Selena's stuff. You know, you're the press secretary to the vice president. That's, that's like being Garfunkel's roadie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving that new series, Sick, by the way. I actually yeah. thought that the last series of Veep was the last series and I only just found out that there's a new one and it's like finding – it's like finding a long-lost twin. That, like, it's just <laughs> such joy to discover. Anyway, sorry. I've only to- watched
0: one episode, but I'm just yet again filled with such great joy at watching Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Tony oh, Hale and how they play off each other. God, it's brilliant. Um, so I'm a massive Elton fan. Yeah, it's not Glennon. Um, he was in Sydney um, and I said, I'm interviewing Elton. John, why don't we see if you can come along? He was just the greatest day of his life. He loved he right. loved it. Um, and Elton was um, – I mean, sometimes my job, I mean, honestly, like what a bloody thrill to get to meet Elton John. Um, Anyway, so – Was he
1: nice to interview or was he one of these kind of like, not as nice as you expected? He was
0: perfectly pleasant and it was an interesting interview but I didn't feel like we had a, you know, great connection or that it was – one of the greatest interviews right. of my life, sort yeah. of thing. It wasn't like McCartney. Yeah. Um, it was a bit different. Oh,
1: did you interview Paul McCartney? <laughs> <laughs> I've been
0: listening to a lot of Beatles later through my lately through my TV. Um, <laughs> oh, you've got that to
1: work, have you? God, well, the speakers you idiot. are completely fine. Um, just doesn't give you any visual images. So that's kind of okay, I guess. You don't need visual images when you're listening to help. Um, Yeah, you need help, mate.
0: Elton, one of the first big concerts I ever went to was Elton John at Brisbane Entertainment Centre, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I know this is going to sound bizarre, but one of my chief objections to it is that it is a musical. What? It's... (laughs) So, you know how Bohemian Sorry, Rhapsody. you say that again?
1: You, that's what you don't like about it. Yeah, I
0: didn't like about it. And so I've been having to identify why did that offend me. Like I would roll my eyes at times when they would start a song. <gasps> so, part of the issue is, so with Bohemian Rhapsody, I, I thought both of these films were a little bit paint by numbers, right? Right. You get the emotional hits, you know, they're pushing your buttons. It's yep. not super deep, you yep. know. Um, but you love the artists so much that it sort of carries you along, right? Um, And I love, I mean, I love a lot of stuff about Elton. I love the music. I love his, um, and I just, I love that camp flamboyance. I just love all of his outfits. I love, love, love all of that. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody, the guy who was Freddie was awesome. It was a bit of a, as I say, paint by numbers film. What for me rescued it and why I I enjoyed it is because the Queen's music is so brilliant that every time they did a Queen song, yeah. they have just lifted it completely. Yeah. Um and they just they dubbed in Queen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Elton's movie, Rocket Man, all of the songs have been covered. Yeah. And they've all been orchestrated in that way of like that you hear modern musicals orchestrate, which reminds me a bit of Hill song, you know, that oh, kind of arrangement. Right, okay. oh overly orchestrated for my taste. Right. Um and i cuz i love elton and i love elton's voice i just want to hear elton yeah, singing right. rocket man and your yeah. song i don't want to hear schmaltzy overly orchestrated b grade covers to wow. let you know what i really think get the
1: lady a saucer of milk
0: <laughs> so what i like about a musical is when the content of the song advances the narrative or fleshes out a character right okay so um so you have the story being told and then the story just shifts to being told via the song yeah when you Using When you're making a musical using pre-written songs and, and trying to shoehorn them, horn them in. That don't make sense. That That's don't make sense. It, yeah, right. And it doesn't advance the narrative. You're just sort of trying to find a way. Oh, we've got to work in Tiny Dancer. So you're just finding a way to yeah, work it in. Right. And so that annoyed me because then it's, it's instead of feeling – I mean, it never feels natural in a musical when someone breaks into song it just doesn't. Yeah. But it felt particularly clunky to me with that. Um, so I would say I enjoy Bohemian Rhapsody
1: more. But surely the songs in it are him on stage singing the song, like, because it's part, like, because this is this concert tour or whatever, right? Like, you you don't have him like sort of alone in his bedroom, just breaking into time. No, no, you do. Oh God, no. You have
0: him, um, in a pub or in his house or, you know, he starts off, he's in therapy and then he breaks into singing the bitches back and it, Flashes back to his childhood oh, and his mother and blah blah blah. Yeah, no, no, no. so I, don't I like that very much. did not like it. But I was talking to our friend Gwen about it, and Gwen absolutely loved it. And she yeah. said, "Listen, Elton's a bloody showman. He wants a show. Like he wants a big song and dance number in his film. Why wouldn't he want that?" And yes. I thought, "Oh well, that's actually a pretty fair point. And it is a good show. There's a big, um, there's a big dance number to Saturday Night's Alright.
1: Yeah, but I just I didn't like the arrangements.
0: So." My worry
1: about all this is where does it lead? Because my, you know, the the hysterical success of, um, you know, the Lady Gaga movie, which is obviously not a biopic but is a sort of musical essentially. A Star is Um, Born. A Star is Born, correct. Um, And then Bohemian Rhapsody and then Elton John, like Rocketman. Now that there is an easy path to – fame and fortune by basically making a And tele- everything that goes with it. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. But making it, I mean, essentially these are like telly movies. Oh, um, we're about to get yeah. the fucking Stevie Nicks one. I know, and we'll right. Get the, you know what
0: I mean? Like every big wow. rock. Wow. We're going to get the Rolling get Stones one. Hall and, and Oates. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Uncanny X Men. They'll have to be a Simon and Garfunkel, won't they? Oh, of course, I mean, that would actually be interesting. Carly Simon and uh, like
0: all James Taylor. Like, and then e- they, every... they'll start to
1: run out of people, Smith, and it'll yeah. be like, oh, you know, it's all we'll start be. to get a bit. B Bruce grade. Springsteen.
0: Oh, you can imagine the well, Springsteen one, right? i that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, we're gonna now get inundated with a with a plethora of these kind yeah. of films. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's hard. I mean, I think Elton I noticed it in the hard. credits was it's one really hard. It's tough it's hard. Like, come on. Elton, <laughs> Elton was in the group. <laughs> what I mean is, if you'd like me to flesh it out, sure, flesh. it's hard to make a film about these people whose lives are just larger than film. Like yeah. Elton John, that, that he's epic. Yeah. Oh, a Bowie. Like when's a <gasps> Bowie film coming Surely out? Surely there's like, been one already, oh, is not there? There'll be a
1: Bowie oh, biopic for sure, be, wouldn't, wouldn't there? there? Who would play that?
0: Who'd play Bowie? I mean, I thought that about Freddie, but that guy did a great stab at that. Well, yeah,
1: he was amazing. But Bowie, God, I, I where mean, are they going to find just, someone I with the like
0: colour eyes? My guts just goes to jelly thinking about like, oh my God, imagine having to play Bowie. Yeah, like, I mean, just insane. Um, but yeah, I reckon we're about to see all those rock gods. Mm. they will just be everyone will be like, oh, we've got to get on that bandwagon. So um, anyway, there, there look, was an I, an I access
1: I, one, wasn't there?
0: Wasn't there a TV, a telly movie or something? Um, but you know, I forget what I was going to say. Sorry. Um, anyway, well, it's, it's like hard I, because I certainly and didn't. Then I just
1: like bullied you. I certainly didn't
0: not enjoy it. I enjoyed it, and I just and do you know what I did after it was over? I went and googled Elton John costumes, and then Rolling Stone had this awesome feature of Elton's
1: costumes oh, throughout yeah. the ages. I liked his Louis the Fourteenth face. Oh, that was I just
0: <laughs> all of it. I just. It's like the reveal in RuPaul's Drag Race and Ru comes out. I'm just like every time Elwood would go on stage, and be like, oh, God, that's so good, the feathers on your shoulders and yeah. just big glasses and, yeah, just absolutely awesome. Um, so, okay, yeah. well, I'll see it and I won't take my kid. Yeah, Do- I, w- I would – that's what I'd recommend, um, yeah. Um, now, I noticed somebody sent us both uh, – multiple several people sent us both this article that was in the atlantic about
1: the difference between people who get to the airport on time and people who miss flights <laughs> that must be the most i mean it's kind of a brilliant article because the first thing you want to do when you read it is forward it to is forward it to 10 different people for different reasons like i forwarded it to um, a former producer of mine and a good friend joe um, who is just freakishly like hates 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 being late. Yeah. Uh, for flights. Whereas I'm a bit like, oh yeah, we'll probably make it. Really, and so you or any time I've met you at the airport, you I've never felt like, oh god, where's Crab? Really? No.
0: Yeah. you tend to be a bit like that?
1: Um I just am a bit more relaxed and I when I was traveling around with her shooting a series of kitchen cabinet, I would just tease her about like, oh we'll get there. She's like, no, we have got to go now. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, i like, there's just this fascinating thesis in this article that there are some people who just actually really get off on, on nearly yeah. missing planes. It's just...
0: <laughs> yeah, that they, 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 they love the thrill of the drama of running through the airport and Ugh. stuff. Oh, it makes me feel I've got to get there an hour early. Yeah, I, can't, right. I can't deal with it at all, Like the fear, the fear of missing the plane. Um, yeah, it makes me feel, <laughs> like, ill, the thought of it. Have you I missed did many planes? Uh, I've missed one plane in my life. <laughs> Really? It was in uh, Baltimore trying to fly to Toronto and I got distracted in the airport bookshop. No. Yes. And got to the gate 10 minutes before it was due to take off and they just went, sorry. I was like – are you joking? I, the plane is, I see it there. It's going to take you longer to get my bag off. And it was, you know, Americans love their yeah. rules, very officious. Just like, I'm sorry, ma'am, borrowing closes, blah, blah, blah. And they would not let yeah. me on. And yeah, I was just
1: like, wow. It was, yeah. I missed one after I, um, I remember I called you. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I yeah. after I shot that home delivery thing with <laughs> oh. Julia Zemiro and you said to me, um, well, it'll be really good fun because Julia's awesome and the only thing that will happen is that about three hours afterwards you'll burst into uncontrollable tears and I'm like, yeah, right. Anyway, <laughs> I was coming home and I was flying like Jetstar or something and I just, I think I was in the Qantas lounge and then they don't really call the flights yeah. in the same way and so I went, all of a sudden I looked up and it was like, flight closed I'm like what what, the, what that escalated quickly and so I ran to the gate and they just said no you can't get on it was the last flight out for the night and I just puddle of tears like I just actually just howled and then you rang me and I saw your number I'm like oh this is pretty funny because I am now <laughs> <Yeah>. in uncontrollable <laughs> Tears. So I've answered. i, farted, so I went, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and you're like, just mm-hmm, you so. And then, <laughs> shot home delivery yeah. today. Did you then like booked me a hotel or something? Like you totally mothered oh, me I? at that point. Oh, yeah, I you were like, remember. snap out. You sit down and have a cry. I'll find somewhere for you to stay. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, that's the worst. But that, just you raising that home delivery, mm. that must be what happens to the 7-Up people. Oh, right. Yeah. So you get taken back into your past yep. and asked to and sort of comment on it in context and you think at the time like, oh, it's okay, and then somehow it just undoes you.
1: Well, that's right. And, I mean, like, you know, I had a really happy childhood and, you know, <laughs> my parents are still alive and they still live in the house where I just grew the up. Just passage of so, time, I think. And it's just, I mean, even talking about happy memories just makes you feel all sort of stirred up in some deep way and it kind of makes you reflect on things I mean even good things and you just you feel like a kind of a puddle that's all muddied and yeah it's so strangely unsettling and it's yeah it's all of a sudden this bubble of emotion just sort of like yeah yeah just breaks the surface and all of a sudden you're just crying. It's I just-
0: remember after mine. I can't remember if I've told this during the podcast, but I was staying at my parents-in-laws.
1: James was about six months old. Because you're an idiot. Because of course you did that when yeah, you were just, I just, yeah, just what an idiot. God I oh know it's just someone needs to I remember that weekend you're like, now I'm flying to Queensland. I'm taking the kids. I'm doing this day of filming and I'm like oh, Are you just actually crying? I don't
0: I just don't know what's wrong with me. Um and then so I was sort of drained because it's a long shoot. James wakes up at 4.30 or whatever, Naturally. screaming, mm-hmm. get up, feed him, won't stop screaming, won't go back to sleep. So I've started crying because I'm so tired. Put him in the car, screaming, screaming, you know, he has, when the kids are little and you're driving yep. him around. And so I was just the full <laughs> – yeah, you know, hysterical crying, you crying
1: and driving at the same as time. As every mother of a good. young yeah. baby
0: knows when you can't get them to stop crying. And I was thinking if, if I get pulled over by the police, that they, they are definitely taking me sales. <laughs> yeah, They are taking me to the station because I wouldn't let someone drive around in this state look like a crazy person.
1: Although someone just pulled up at the lights next to you, just like, you know, glances over as you do, and there's this woman a having m. a full breakdown. It's 5am on the Out screaming her spring. child. I
0: bet you I wouldn't be the first woman pulled over by the yeah. police with a screaming kid in the back having a complete nervous yeah. breakdown. <laughs> um what was the other thing i was going to say about i don't, I don't know. know it was something Can't about possibly know. no no was something about the seven up people and getting oh yeah it's um i think it's also the thing that you know it's your life because you lived there and you yeah. did it all and all of the rest of it and yet it feels like how is that how can that be me. Yeah. Like, I know that was me and I know that that was my life, but it feels like so foreign now because yeah. it's such a long time ago. Yeah. And so there's all of that, I think, tied up in it in it as well. It's yeah. sort of quite, quite weird. It's why, like, I love my old friends from school because,
1: I don't know, they're all in that sort of- Yeah, right. Era. Yeah. So it's like time traveling when you see them a little bit. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> Righto. Something Conversational like that. gambit <laughs> failed. <laughs> right, I've got to get to work. All right, okay, you that's gotta, it. You just... Gotta... <laughs> She's, just... <laughs> She's just slammed her head on a painting that's on the wall of this. Oh, his... God. It's quite a
0: nice one. It is think? nice, isn't it? Yeah,
1: well, it, it was nice until you put a head-shaped dent in it. Oh, um, Christ, yeah. um, All right, cop you later. Oh.